Eating one fish from American rivers or lakes is like drinking a month's worth of water contaminated with PFAS, a particular class of man-made chemicals that can be found in drinking water, cosmetics, and food packaging, and are a great danger to human health even at near-zero levels. That's according to new research from the Environmental Working Group. This is Pulse Check. I'm Ruth Reader. Bernie Sanders, the incoming chair of the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee, is assembling a team to carry out his ambitious agenda that includes reining in drug prices. As reported by our Megan Wilson, staff leadership and healthcare aides include a mix of Sanders staffers and some holdovers who'd worked under outgoing chair Patty Murray, who is now leading the appropriations panel. Meanwhile, in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis is asking state university-run healthcare centers to send his administration data on how many people have been diagnosed with gender dysphoria and treated for the condition. His administration is not saying what it would do with the information. DeSantis has passed rules limiting children's access to care for gender dysphoria already. Local LGBTQ advocacy group Equality Florida has called DeSantis' new request incredibly disturbing. The Government Accountability Office has issued a report this week highlighting gaps in how the Department of Health and Human Services oversees controversial research that involves altering pathogens, something known as gain-of-function research. Ben Leonard is here to talk me through it. Hey, Ben. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me, Ruth. Can you tell me a little bit about why the GAO cares about gain-of-function research or sort of what prompted this report in the first place? Yeah, so to take a little bit of a step back, um, the GAO is sort of this watchdog arm of Congress. They provide sort of accountability reports, nonpartisan information and kind of investigations into things that affects federal spending, what's going on at federal agencies, things like that. They just try to provide some sort of accountability and more information for Congress to help Congress do its oversight work. So basically, a lot of these congressional committees under Republican control now that the House has flipped are looking into sort of the origins of COVID and want to perform oversight on the Biden administration. And this will definitely give them some more material to work with in their oversight efforts. So let's talk a little bit about what gain of function is and how it relates to COVID-19. I've heard a little bit about this, but can you sort of walk me through the argument? Yeah. So at a basic level, this uh, gain of function research is basically trying to make viruses more transmissible, more dangerous, and a way to for scientists can kind of learn how to control them. But this can be sort of high risk is what if it gets out? What if it, you know, is a really strong virus? So there are definitely risks involved. And it's been this sort of controversial issue amid the pandemic. Some scientists have said that HHS funded research in China that could have led to this lab leak that caused the pandemic, something that the Chinese government denies. Um, And right now, as of now, the Biden administration has said that the intelligence community is sort of split on whether the virus came from a lab accident or spread to humans from an animal. So they said that's kind of the origins of the virus are inconclusive right now. But it's become this this hot button issue. Rand Paul has been pretty big on it in particular. And Republicans in the House have been pledging to hold oversight hearings on sort of the question of how did COVID originate? Um, this will certainly add fuel to the fire. Right. And so we don't and probably cannot ever know whether or not COVID-19 was the result of a lab leak. It just seems like at this point there's not enough information and, you know, we probably won't ever know. But it is also true that HHS does fund this kind of research sometimes, right? 
Yeah, they do. So they're supposed to have this process where they review grant proposals that, you know, are, quote, reasonably anticipated to have these enhanced pathogens that could potentially cause a pandemic. But one of the main points the GAO makes is that there isn't sort of a standard for what reasonably anticipated means. And that can kind of open the door to subjectivity and sort of a lack of accountability. So that's what GAO is worried about here, that, you know, there may not be enough oversight over it. Does the GAO make any recommendations for what should be done or what are ways that HHS could be sort of better overseeing this kind of research? Yeah, so the GAO made three big recommendations. The first was that um, HHS should develop some sort of standard on what reasonably anticipated means uh, to kind of bolster oversight and make it more consistent. And they also called for more transparency from HHS on, you know, releasing sort of non-sensitive information on this review process. And they also called for CDC to kind of take a look at this other program that adds regulatory requirements. Don't want to get too into the weeds on it, but the CDC has this list of high-risk pathogens. And once the pathogens get on that list, they get extra scrutiny from the CDC. But there's been concerns that because once they're on this list, there are new reporting and inspection requirements that it could sort of slow the public health response. So GAO is recommending that CDC should take a look at this program and look for a fix. That's super interesting. So now that this report is out, GAO has issued it. I'm curious, what do you think Congress is going to do about it? Do we anticipate future legislation or some kind of other regulatory action? Uh, we'll definitely see some pressure from at least Republicans um, in the House on this, if not you know, in the Senate also. Um, we saw pretty quickly the House Oversight Chair, James Comer, gave us a pretty fiery statement that said you know, they're going to do robust oversight of HHS. Kathy McMorris-Rogers, who chairs the House Energy and Commerce Committee, expressed a lot of concerns about this and said that HHS needs more oversight. So I would definitely expect them to be holding the agency's feet to the fire on this one. Sounds like a spicy time. Definitely. Thanks so much for chatting with me. Thanks so much for having me. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Annie Reese is our producer. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of audio at Politico. I'm Ruth Reeder. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting, Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening. 